What's up, everybody? Welcome to Let's Do a Podcast. I am Ryan. I'm Anthony. And what are we talking about today? Oh, this week we're talking about Equilibrium. Ryan, what are your feelings on this podcast? I have none, and I feel really dusty. (laughs) (laughs) I think that explains it right there. Yeah, that's right about that. Listen no further. That's it. So if you like... No, keep no listening, em- though. <laughs> yeah. if, if you have no emotions and you feel really dry and dusty, this is the podcast for you. All right. What's going on, everybody? So as we talked about in the intro, uh, the movie today is equal... Equal... Oh, man. Equilibrium? 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 Equil equilibrium. Yeah. Reading it, I'm just like, I don't know what the hell. I'm called Nyquilibrium. Yeah. God, gee, yes. <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, obviously we talk about beer and all related beer things. So um, this last weekend, September first. Yeah, it's it, a new a new holiday in Texas. It I is. Yeah, I think every September first there will be parties. Yes. At all the breweries, but you can officially buy beer from actual breweries instead of a third party which if i remember right we are or we were the last state to have that law were we the last state i think so even after like kansas and yeah like I, I think nebraska and all those guys if i read it right which i might be wrong so i can easily be corrected but i think we were the last state to do that dang i didn't know that <laughs> no god damn hey, it learn something, learn something every day that's right so, uh, last Sunday, me and Anthony and our wives, we hit up a few of our favorite breweries and bought beer to go. Um, and actually, the beer that we are both drinking right now is that one, some of the stuff that we bought last weekend. So, yeah. do you want to touch more on uh, the events, Anthony? That so, we the two breweries we went to, uh, this, uh, I'll, I'll touch on the first one here in a second. The second brewery we went to is Petticolas. Did I say that correctly? Yes, sir. Uh, we went to Petticolas. Uh, uh, are they Petticolas Brewing Company or Beer Company? Uh, I, I have a Brewing hard time Company. Remember. Brewing Company. Okay. Yeah. I get confused at uh, what the moniker is after the name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> more often than not. Uh, so, we went to Petticolas Brewing Company. This is my first, this was my first time actually going there. And I was pretty, in- I was pretty uh, interested in their setup. There were a ton yeah. of people there. Yeah, you didn't really get the full <laughs> experience because you can't move, right? <laughs> oh man, we like we we were we were lucky enough. We were uh, some of the people who were waiting out in front, uh, waiting the door, waiting for the doors to open. We were able to get our beers in a reasonable amount of time. I think it yeah. took us about half an hour to get beer there. Yeah, even though we were there early, the lines from there got much longer it was insane so i did not get a second beer <laughs> no. i only got the one beer as much as i yeah I, both me and my wife are like uh, let's get more beer and i was like i don't i think that'll take another hour like oh, yeah because when you and i got in there though the, i think the line was maybe like 10 or 15 people deep no more than yeah. that yeah yeah uh bad. when we were like hey let's get another beer it's like uh the line's going out the door on the other side of the building now yep. you have to get like uh, you have to wait behind like Mm-mm. 50 60 other people to get beer i was like no my no, never mind yeah I, I don't i like it i don't like it that much <laughs> yeah yeah that was insane but, but i do recommend uh Pedicolis. i enjoyed it the with the little bit i've had i've had their velvet hammer before i had the sit down or i'll sit you down yep that's what which I'm i right which now. i which i really really liked yes uh it's a very good one and their velvet hammer that's like what they're known for yeah is that's that their popular hammer. one yeah it's really good um they have a bunch of they do a lot of newer 
release stuff too and like i think every month they have a a beer so it's called what's new mm-hmm. but it's always different right so it's really what's new is you, you don't know what you're about to get though i mean they'll obviously tell you but yeah i like I, I liked reading the story about that because that people come up there and ask them what's new and so they'll, they just call the beer what's new and it's just like the new thing that they're doing yeah and it just changes right all the time i love that so it's kind of like a grab bag beer yeah <laughs> i like it it's like i'll have to do that next time i go there but yeah me me and my wife we've been there besides this last sunday we've been there i think three times and we, we love Petticolas. I mean, it's really good beer. She can drink almost any of the beer there, which is, I feel like, pretty rare for her. Um, and same for me. I enjoy all the beers there so far. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then uh, what was our... So, actually, before we do so move was on... So, you said your beer was from Petticolas. Yeah. Right? So, I'm drinking the Sit Down or I'll Sit You Down, which is a double IPA Imperial from them. And it's, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was really cool because a uh, really cool <laughs> story behind the name of the beer, too, because I think the uh, the uh, current owner of Petticolas, his father was a police officer mm-hmm. at the with the DPD. And uh, I think it was named after like a, a saying he would use yep. when, when he was serving as a police officer. So I, th- I thought found the inter- the story was very interesting behind the name of the beer. Uh, but the so it's a what was a double IPA? Uh-huh. Double IPA. Yeah, it's it's really tasty. It's good, smooth too. I like oh, yeah. it. It was very smooth. Yeah, it really is. Um, and so yeah, I, so both breweries that we went to, we made sure like. We got there before they opened. Like, I was in line waiting at the first one. And then we left to make sure we could get to the second brewery, Pinnacola's, before they opened to get in line. Because I knew it's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So, we're like, it was, it was kind of funny to be You predicted 10 o'clock. well, because it was. Yeah, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. And we're buying, like, a shit ton of beer and drinking beer. And I was like, ah, you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so the first brewery we went to, since I'm doing this out of order, uh, for reasons I don't even know, yeah. <laughs> uh, first brewery we went we do to things. was, uh, Community Beer Company, uh, and, uh, it, uh, their celebration there was twofold. The first reason, of course, is, uh, carry out orders, uh, from the, uh, from the brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other reason, however, was the release of their new small batch series beer, uh, the Mosaic Super, uh, was it the Super Mosaic IPA. Yep. Oh boy. Yep. That's that a puncher. That's uh that is one that's <clears throat> it's a kick. It's a kick in the mouth, but it's a kick in the mouth that you will enjoy. Oh yes. And that is the beer I am drinking today. <laughs> so if I start slurring my words towards the end of this podcast, I apologize. <laughs> this is uh we uh when <laughs> we first talked when you first walked in there they had a keg, and they were handing out little uh, little plastic shot cups of the beer yep. uh and uh when they i was like oh yes this is the one i came here to buy uh yeah i'll, I'll taste it so i can get a little ta- uh, a little little taste of what i'm gonna get here right <clears throat> man that was uh it's i like the mosaic ipa this is like that times three because of course it's a triple ipa yeah one of their triple ipas it's a tri- yeah it's a triple mosaic Woof. yeah i actually so of course i bought some of that also and so during the week, I don't I don't drink beer anymore. I'm really trying to like you know pay attention and take care of myself. So I was like, all right, it works better when it, on the weekend if you just do it on the weekend. Exactly. So. <laughs> I was just like, okay. So last night I was like, I'm gonna finally open mine and try it. And man, my first sip, I was like, oh wow. Even my wife is like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, just the beer just it 
you know, it kicks you at the beginning, but oh, it's lots of flavor. Yeah, I mean one one of the cans, and you're definitely feeling really good. Yeah, it's like a, it's a it's at twelve percent ABV. Yeah, uh, ninety five IBU. It's it's if you're not a fan of the bitter beers, I don't recommend yeah, this for stay you. Stay away. If, but if you like a good IPA with a, a a good decent amount of bitterness, try it at least once. I recommend it. It's really good. If you can get your hands on some. Uh, which it doesn't appear that it's going to be around for very long, but if you're able to get your hands on some of this stuff, I highly recommend it. Community knocks this one out of the park again. I yep. very much enjoy it. I mean, it seems like we both really enjoy a lot of the stuff that Community does, yeah. especially their small batch series stuff, because I feel like almost every month or every two months they have a small batch series stuff. Right. And, yeah. Man, they, like, they just kill it. Yeah, they're just building on the success of the uh, the, the uh, 3D IPA, yeah. the medical grade uh, hazy IPA. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the now the Super IPA. And I'm looking forward to some of their future releases. They, of course, have the new uh, Legion coming out soon. Friday. Uh, Friday. Yeah. This Friday. And uh, there was one other one that they have coming out very uh, very soon as well. The, uh, is it the uh, Area 51? That one, yeah. That's the, that's the one you told me about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have a, a special beer release for the Area 51. Like the, the funny raiding thing that's since on we all can't, yeah, since not all of us can make it out to uh, <laughs> yeah. the middle of the desert in nevada They're like we, we might as well have a party and drink beer so <laughs> it's like i'll take that as a, a good runner-ups pro- runners-up right. prize i'm not gonna drive 20 hours out to nevada so no kidding which if you go <laughs> you gotta bring like get me some i'm gonna be out of town so <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see what i can what i can pull together here but uh, hopefully the next podcast i might have some icelandic beer for us to drink yes because uh, i'm doing a two-week vacation over there and it's gonna be be, we're gonna have let's do a podcast the international edition that's right i'll come back and i'll speak icelandic (laughs) the whole time and it's like i would make a joke about speaking icelandic but i know zero oh yeah i don't either so i I tried learning i'm not gonna try yeah i gave up pretty fast when i was like oh man i don't know about that language that that seems tough (laughs) okay so that takes us to our movie for today right yeah so equilibrium this yeah. might be a really quick movie review. Oh, so so this is one of those. Uh, this is like uh, this came, movie came out in uh, I believe it was two thousand two. I think so. One could argue that this is a little bit of a uh, Matrix Matrix clone. That's pretty much what I thought from the beginning. With this some is like uh, with wannabe. some yeah, with some Fahrenheit four fifty one flavor in there. Uh, man. It's uh, I got the synopsis that I just copied from Netflix before I watched yeah. the movie. Read it to us. So it they said. In a dystopian future, a totalitarian regime maintains peace by, sorry, my, my handwriting is terrible, by subduing the populace with a drug and displays of emotion are punishable by death, which is true to what actually occurs in the movie. You can't fault Netflix for writing uh, false uh, descriptions of, their sh- uh, of, of the movies that they're hosting. Yeah. So this is definitely what occurs. Uh, our hero in the movie is uh, played by Christian Bale. It's, uh, his name is John. We also have Tay Diggs, Emily Watson, and Emily Watson, who's not in there for very long, actually. No, she's only she makes only makes very short appearances. She plays a prisoner in the movie, and then Sean Bean, who does what he does best in everything I've ever seen him in, die. Yeah, he dies. <laughs> oh uh, of course, he does that in so many fucking movies. <laughs> It's like I think every, uh, just about everything I've ever seen, uh, even if like Sean Bean's like the headliner for a movie, he dies in that movie. Oh yeah, it's you, like it's right like, off the bat. Like, it's like I feel bad. He's like yeah. he's got to be typecast for the guy who dies in a movie. That's right. And we got our big header, and then he dies at the beginning. So oh man. Anyways, 
but uh, uh, but our but our lead is uh, Christian Bale. This is before he was uh, the Batman, and mm-hmm. in, uh, in Batman Begins. So this was like his first. Uh, this this was his turn as like a Neo esque hero. You definitely saw the American Psycho in him in this movie. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. I need to see that. What? Movie. Oh. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. I think me and Hannah saw it last uh, Halloween. So, oh. anyways, that's 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 on my list. I just uh. haven't gotten to it yet. Okay, so and I just I want to say right off the bat, like I even wrote down my first thought was they really really like zooming into people's faces. Oh boy, like and it's awkward. So like he walks into a room and he just like is staring at something you don't know what. But the camera's getting really close and oh, closer and, it into and a closer. Reflection off of his eye, yeah. yeah, and then it gets like into his eye, and it's so blurry, and you're just like, "What are they yeah. trying?" You're to waiting do? for them to like flip to like just showing, like do that thing that like the Matrix does, where they just end up, you actually end up looking at the scene, but it's yeah. like in the reflection on their eye. But you don't see but anything. No, it just gets blurrier and blurrier, blurrier. And, like, and then all of a sudden, he's just like, "Burn it!" <laughs> and then you're like, "What the hell just happened?" So. So let me just do that. So off the, the synopsis. So basically, what happens in this movie is the these grammar grammaton clerics, grammaton clerics. They are these guys who they go around. They are trying to stop people who are sense offenders. They are basically people who feel emotions. Sense they, offenders, right? And they don't take this medicine that gets rid of their emotions. Every time they said that, yeah. I'm just gonna to I know laughing. they're like they're throwing all oh, these you're terms a at us. Sense offender. <laughs> whoa, whoa! So they go around. They wear these super fancy black trench, uh, trench, uh, trench coats. Yep. Uh, so very, very matrix, matrix X there. Yeah. And they go around. They find uh, any artwork, any music, anything, and it's got to be destroyed because uh, the guy who plays Alfred Pennyworth from Gotham is like the president who said the president of uh that's why he looks libria yeah okay and so they uh he's the president and he's got he's he's saying we have to destroy these works uh because if you have emotion you have war so there's gonna be no emotion yeah so they they go they do this up he says it exactly like that because that's what he sounds like (laughs) (laughs) so they go do this uh sean bean turns out he's been sneaking uh uh some yeats books uh reading reading poetry he does a nice poetry reading for us and as he's reading the uh as he's telling uh, Christian Bale to not step on his dreams, he gets shot in the face through the book. Which was what, a pretty cool scene, honestly. And then end scene for Sean Bean. He's yeah. a, he's done yeah. with the movie. What? No way. <laughs> he's dead when you move on? I know, right? We never uh, do that. So then we go uh, to... Uh, then we go further. Uh, turns out that John's wife, she's uh, passed away because she refused to take her medicine to, and she was a sense offender. Uh, uh, John's kid... Is a creepy weirdo. Oh my god! His, the boy. Yeah, my wife kept on saying, "That's his kid." I was it's, like, "Yeah, I think so." Like, this is really just, the and whole movie's awkward. He's a bossy little kid too. He's telling oh, his dad he's what to such do. Such a bitch. <laughs> I was like, I would smack my kid if he talked like that. But it turns out he's a good guy. So, well, well yeah. And, and, like in a turn at the end, I guess kind of so. surprised. Uh, he's supposed to turn into a good guy. And you're like, I still don't like yeah, him. Yeah, he's still kind of a weird, <laughs> one of those weird kids that you like don't like in school. Yeah. Uh, but going forward, uh, then John, he's like disturbed by his partner's past passing. He's wondering why he did that. He's, he's uh, I think he accidentally doesn't take one of his, uh, one dose of his medicine. It drops on the floor. Yeah, yeah. He drops it and then gets busy pretty yeah. much. So his, uh, his he gets his new partner, Tay Diggs. Did we uh, talk about what the dose is? It was like a little, looks like a little glass bullet. Yeah, but but like it, 
the the pretty much the serum stuff makes you emotionless. Right. Yeah. Remove yeah. your emotions. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah. Brought so. to you by it was like the I couldn't tell if Equilibrium was the company or if it was the medicine. I I feel like it was never really told. Like I never found out why. What's the name? Why did we name this movie this? Like right, because we saw the building. The buildings like uh, there was like we see one bombed up building where you're supposed to go get the building, uh, the medicine, and it says Equilibrium on it. Yeah. So I think Equilibrium was the name of the company that makes it, I and so. the name of the medicine is actually Gramaton because he's a Gramaton cleric. Yeah. It was like, not clear. There's yeah. a lot of stuff not clear in this movie. <laughs> so it's like, uh, so it's, it's like, like threw it together. So like, uh, just say Equilibrium is uh, what's a what's a pharmaceutical company. Uh, uh, it's uh, Gilead Viagra. Pharmaceuticals, just Vi- <laughs> the, the company that makes, uh, yeah, like Except one of those companies. Viagra and then, does and not that, take emotions, And then just though. switch out Gramaton with Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and he's a Viagra cleric. Oh, well. If Viagra took away your emotions. Things would get pointy. <laughs> yeah, pointed gesture. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so he stops taking his medicine. He doesn't, uh, he never takes his dose. And he kind of goes off the deep end a little bit. Oh, yeah. He and he's, uh, he is, man... That guy can't. He loses his shit throughout the movie, and, and that's basically does, most of the movie. Yeah, him losing his mind, and it's awkward. Like it's not. You don't feel emotion whenever he does. You think, should I like fast forward? This feels awkward, <laughs> just because like he's like his crying acting was. It was bad. It's uh, you know, he did really good when it was like no, when he was showing no emotion. He was pretty, he, yeah, he was he's pretty good, good at showing no that. emotion. I mean, and you could, because you can see that when he's playing Bruce Wayne and uh, and Batman, because that's a Batman's shtick. Batman doesn't show any emotion. Yeah. And uh, him as a person, you think he probably is just an emotionless person. So this was probably a hard role for him. Which I know he's <laughs> not, because if you've seen, if you've read any of like the Hollywood rags, he's like a very, he's just generally he seems like an angry guy. He yells at people a lot. <laughs> but yeah, this movie it was. Just so weird. <laughs> the whole time I kept on thinking, I really hope, like Anthony's like not thinking, oh, this is a great movie because if so, I'm gonna be like the downer here. But oh, they had they they tried to stuff so much symbolism in this movie, but it was like way too much. It was yeah. But going forward, so he's like starting to lose his shit. He he decides he doesn't he 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 like then decides he's not gonna take any more of this medicine because he wants to feel. He, there's one point where they find these dogs after raiding this. There's a resistance against it. They find these dogs. They start shooting dogs, which that's like the one part where I was like, oh my God. Yeah, kill- I that's forgot the only time the I dogs. felt emotion. <laughs> and then there's like the reenactment of this gif where he's holding this, do- uh, this dog. And this is a that gif that sent I sold. Me. It's in Ryan. And I forgot what was going on in this scene. But he's holding this Bernese uh, mountain dog. And he's just kind of like staring at it. And it's like a... Uh, he like was like, oh, we need to take it for testing. We can't because they the guys want to shoot the dog, this little puppy. Yeah, because it might cause emotion. Yeah, because it's of course, of course, it's gonna, it causes yeah. me emotion. I yeah. feel so bad. They kill, like they're gonna shoot the they puppy. They kill so many people. I don't feel anything, but they kill a dog. I'm like, no, no, right, not the dog. <laughs> so he, so anybody he, but the dog. So he takes the dog, tests for disease, and then uh, later <laughs> he goes out to release the dog so he doesn't get killed. The dog doesn't want to leave. That like, yelps and it's like it wants. To, and so he brings it. Puts. It, he's like, all right, but you're gonna ride in the trunk. He close, goes to close it. The dog yelps. He puts his coat in there with his ID in there. This uh, team that's scouring the ruins of the post-apocalyptic World War Three hellscape uh, that it is actually filmed in East Germany. Uh, they uh, they they don't know who he is. They like they're like, who are you? What are you doing out here? Uh, he's like, uh, my ID's in the trunk. And they're like. They're like, we have to inspect your vehicle. We don't know who you are. 
He's like, I, I'm like the head cleric. Yeah. They go out there and uh, they hear the dog barking in the trunk. They go and look in there and they're like, all right, we have to arrest you. And then he just goes and kills some fools. Yeah. Okay, so the best part about this entire movie is like the shooting scenes, the fight scenes. Oh. I mean, they were really cool. They were ridiculous at the same time. Yeah, the whole gun kata thing. Yeah. Which is like, they're just like standing in one place and they go. Whoo, whoo. Yeah, like <laughs> it would it'd flash and his arms would be like in a stupid way and then flash and then in another stupid way. You're like, dude, if you just like. It'd be a lot easier if you just, like, move your hand instead of, like, switch arms and turn around and do twists. And you're like, dude, just turn to the right and No, shoot. man. Like, gun, it's gun statistics. Gosh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, but it's they're still... statistically likely to be in a certain spot, apparently. Yeah. I mean, it's still kind of <laughs> cool at the same time, just, like, how they did it. But Yeah. Yeah. The best parts That was parts pretty was... crazy. The best parts were definitely the fight scenes. Yeah. That's the only thing, actually, I have written down under like for this yeah. movie. So. <laughs> But just going forward, he just, like, starts killing people. He starts helping the resistance. Uh, there was a few times where they have a raid. And this guy who I swear, like, he looks like Nick Miller from uh, New Girl is, like, the head of one resistance cell. Oh, uh, yeah. The guy, he looks, I know it's not that guy. No, it's not. But, but... It lo- it, he had the mustache and uh, the, the the eyebrows look just like that guy. I, I forget the name of the actual actor. Uh, but he's helping them. They end up getting killed. He gets emotional because of that. Uh, he ends up getting in contact with the actual resistance. Okay, so there's like a good maybe 30 to 45 minutes of stuff that happens between what I just said and then him finding the resistance. But None honestly, of it is it important. Yeah. <laughs> I kept on thinking, I was like, God, just, I'm ready for this movie to be over. It, right, it, it just kind of drags like a long the movie. Yeah, the whole second <laughs> act, you're like, you could cut that out and you could make this an hour-long TV special Seriously. at this point. Seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was brutal. It just... That's the thing is about this movie is there's one story and that's it. Yeah, no side plots, no nothing. The the little random details lead nowhere. The, they could they didn't give Tay Diggs that much to do. I was like thinking they were gonna give him a subplot. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing is like they they had so many little like they did have little side stories, but they never led anywhere. It would right. just stop and we'd move on and be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you, it, there's it's like they had so many it. other good. They had so many good other good actors in this movie. I was like, they gotta give these guys something to do. And it's just like it's the it's the Christian Bale show for this movie. I felt like even the actors were kind of bored in the movie. Uh huh. <laughs> like that that's that's how it was. I was like, they seem like they're bored, even though like the whole thing is not showing emotion. Yeah. Still, like you knew the lead, at least the lead guy. He like you knew he was he was really working. Like he was yeah. doing good. Everybody else was like, okay, we're here doing this. We're getting paid, whatever. <laughs> but so they go to the end. He's got to go kill. He's going to go kill Alfred Pennyworth at the end of this movie uh, from Gotham. I, I can't remember that. I should have looked up the guy's name, the actor's name. Uh, they go in there. Uh, they, he, he's, he goes in and then he's like, all right, you got to take this polygraph test. Of course, he's now super emotional, dude. And uh, he's going to show the wiggle uh the, the the needles wiggling right uh tay Diggs, who's been like trying to get him he gets double crossed but now he comes out from behind it turns out uh-oh triple crossed tay Diggs <laughs> is actually Crossing tay Diggs is trying to get him and then he thought he got tay Diggs. now tay Diggs has actually got him this time and he's like all right we can show that you've not been taking your medicine you're actually a very emotional dude and uh emotions are bad and so we're we got you and the guy who he's been working for, the head of the clerics or the head of the securities, the actual president, because the, the president's been dead for like 10 years or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so Alfred Pennyworth, Pennyworth, not actually a real person anymore. <laughs> he's a hologram or something. 
Which is such a, like... I feel like they could have saved money using somebody else. <laughs> that had no, like, real add to the story. Yeah, they could have they could have gotten rid of one actor and just done the whole thing with one person. You got rid <laughs> of that one bit there. Because the double... The, the, uh, the is like, oh, it's actually not this person. They're actually dead. It's like, well, I had no connection to that person. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. It was supposed to be such a twist, but you're like, okay. It's like, oh, so so you're the actually president. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Wait, wait, excuse me. Why do we care? Like, right, exactly. <laughs> so we uh, so he has to then uh, we actually then we actually start getting to the action portion, which I thought came way earlier. And he starts yeah. going in and uh, doing with the gun, going with the gun kata. He has a little weeble wobble pistol trick he does, uh, where he throws the pistol. You see the thing where he threw the magazines yeah. on the floor in front of these guys. It's like why didn't those guys kick that stuff out of the way? That was so stupid. You you, you kept on thinking, are they gonna explode? Because like so he they're empties, just like mags mags. Yeah, he, he, like the he has an empty mags that he throws on the ground, and a bunch of guards are just staring at it for a long ass time. You're like, are they gonna explode? Like what what's going on here? And then then they just start shooting. You're like, what the fuck was the point of all that? <laughs> like we wasted so much time. Like they kept look. The camera like keeps going to the shot of those things. Yeah, and that's what makes you think there's something special, but it never comes back up. You're like, <laughs> okay. It's like a, maybe it was just like a distraction. It's like, hey, yeah, and you just look at that. You're well, like, it distracted What's me. That's happen? for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but so he goes and he shoots all these guys wearing motorcycle helmets and black leather jackets. Yeah, which that, is like they're apparently very dirty on the inside. I was about to say, and apparently they were rolling around in dirt before they went to work. <laughs> yeah, because one of these, one of the, these guys are getting shot with apparently high velocity bullets coming out of pistols, and it's just they're just like shooting like they're. Yeah. It looks like what would happen if you shot like a very full vacuum bag. Yes, and so it's like just dust Which coming out the other that's end. That's the like armor of the future. I think is uh, <laughs> <a> dirt armor. <laughs> they had just big bags of dirt all over them. It, well, apparently it didn't work very well. So. No, it did not. It, well, it did keep all the blood inside. It kept sure. the dirt got out very hey, easily for all the violence. There was not that much blood. Yeah, there was very little. They replaced not until the very end. Yeah, they replaced the blood with uh, dust. Yeah, <laughs> it must. I, I'm like that's that's what must have happened. They must that's have tried the to get the. Our future, they take away our blood and just fill it up with dust and dirt. Maybe it was a side effect of them taking all that medicine, all their blood turned to dust. Just you're just dry inside. So emotionally, <laughs> emotionally and physically, you're dry. So end of the story he goes in. He kills the guy who uh, turns out was his boss, not the president, but actually the president. I don't know. And and it just shows him at the kills end. A guy. And, it, and I think we get one last zoom in to his eye. Which oh yeah. I was like, oh, his. So his eye color is brown. <laughs> And they made it so his eye like is twitching at the same time, and it was just really fucking awkward. Yeah, I, I just so man. I'm not a fan of those shots where like it starts way out and then starts getting really close, and you're like, okay, is that a pimple? Because we're getting close to it. Oh no, we're not going to that side of the face. Oh, we're going to the eyeball. Yep, we're going to the eyeball. Yeah. You, just, you have so, so much time to think about what's happening. You're like, this is weird. Like. So it ends very much. So it ends very much the same way that the first Star Wars Episode Four ends. If Star Wars Episode Four was bad, because so, like you don't know, you don't know what happens after that. You just like oh, yeah. zooms in just, and he's like, just he's ends. like, he just kills the guy and he uh, and he destroys the fake president. Right, and then it's just like over. Yeah, just nothing after that. You're like, okay. yeah, great, another pointless movie. Honestly. It's like another another uh, neo fascist Nazi like. Uh, yeah. thing that has been now overthrown. <laughs> oh, that was ridiculous. Oh, so, man. Anthony, what was your favorite part? So, one, uh, my favorite part is, of this movie was how uh, 
they tried really hard at symbolism, but one of the things they really did was they did characterize how threatening the bad guys were. Yeah. They uh they hit all the marks when it comes to characterizing uh when it came to like they showed a lot of architecture, they showed a lot of like what was going on. Uh they actually filmed a lot of this movie in Berlin and uh Eastern Germany. Hmm. Where uh, uh, to kind of show how big and how th- imposing the, the the government was, the government of Libria was, mm-hmm. uh, and they they were very on the nose with it. They actually like utilized. Uh, I think there's like one part where they're filming in the uh, Olympic Stadium that was built in 1936 during the during the uh, uh, the Nazi regime's reign mm-hmm. in Germany, and there was a. Uh, uh, when they're underground in some parts of the movie, they were like uh, actually filmed it. It was like in this subway station that's under the Bundestag. Uh, huh. uh, that was actually the I, I believe it's the Bundestag, but it was or no the Reich, Reichstag uh, out in Germany as well. So it was like they used a lot of the uh, uh, the uh, architecture that was actually built during that time period to kind of show to very much show the imposing nature of the of the government uh, that was uh, that this guy is fighting against. So. If you're, if you're going to do that, why not go to the source of that everybody actually points to anyways? Yep. I mean, you see it in like movies like Star Star Wars where mm-hmm. the Imperials, the Imperial, uh, the Empire is like very much like space Nazis. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like, why not just go and film that stuff in Germany where <laughs> that you actually, that, this is where that stuff originated. Because yep. uh, th- those have been used as, those have been the bad guys ever since the 40s. Uh, if you want to go for the archetype of the, like, your your threatening bad guy, that's the one you want to go to. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't so, realize they did all that. Yeah, so they actually went to where that was. Even in the uh, even when they were in the uh, what they call it the Nethers, mm-hmm. uh, where they were out in the area that yeah. was outside of the actual city that had been hit by the nuclear bombs. Uh, mm-hmm. That was all. Uh, that was in like some dilapidated neighborhoods in east eastern Germany. So they actually did a lot of this in Germany. Hmm. So that was one of the things I thought was really cool. Is they actually utilized. Like the so that's actual, that's where they spent their money. Yeah, they yeah they just all went to Germany. Uh, so I thought it was really cool they actually did that. So you actually get a pretty good characterization that these guys are bad guys, and they they uh, did a lot of that. Uh, what what one of the things that's really good in movies they did show uh, a show not tell. Yeah, they showed us that these guys are bad guys, and it was it's through architecture, through the nature of what these guys have built, more so than saying, oh, they don't just tell us, hey, these are bad guys. They yeah, say, they show us that these are bad guys. Yeah, this is why they're bad. Uh, also, with the motorcycle, anytime you see a bad guy wearing motorcycle helmets, which I don't, these are like the least effective helmets. They actually put glass in their visors. Yeah, which it, I was like, why would you do that? Yeah, and some of them didn't even have like really a, a visor thing. Right, like with the one wherever they found his dog and stuff, his helmet. It was just like barely covering his face. Oh, but it was that was retractable visors. You yeah, but it, it, it retracted, but it still didn't do like retract that much. Yeah, and I was just like that's kind of a pointless helmet. <laughs> but okay, whatever. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got took up taken up pretty easily. But you would think of a helmet like that would stop a bullet. It does not. Oh yeah, you think they would invest <laughs> in something that actually is effective? Yeah. The uh, uh, the uh, the shiny leather trench coat not effective. No. Yeah, and the dirt did not do anything to stop it the bullets. Didn't. It didn't. It just attracted more dirt. So, Ryan, what did you like about this movie? Oh, seriously, I just wrote down fight scenes. Yeah, so the I gun couldn't co- think the, of what else to put. They mentioned the gun kata like one time. They, yeah, I, I think I think they do that to explain to us why they're actually doing that thing. <clears throat> uh, but that was actually a, so it was different. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely was. The fight scenes were ridiculous, but pretty cool at the same time. Um, the first scene where they do that, uh, 
in the very, very beginning where he roll they blow off the doors and he like just rolls in there and the lights are all knocked oh, out. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I thought my I thought the movie paused accidentally. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was going on and my wife she was like, "Did you pause it or did you turn off the movie?" I was like, "No, I think it's still going." And then he you hear it black for like almost a minute. I feel like yeah, it was pretty. It was a long time. Then you start hearing like whispers and you're like, "Okay, movie's still yeah. going." Where's he at? I don't see where he went. Yeah, <laughs> did we get him? But. So uh, that that's my like. So, but in that in that particular fight scene, what I so you see start seeing flashes with the gun with the gunfire, and then you hear you you see him doing moving from position to position, position and you hear, <laughs> which is like the most comical sound effects. I've oh heard. yeah, and the thing is, one thing I realized in this movie too was, every single movie, whenever they use a sink. It is the most squeakiest sink you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, even in the future. Yeah. All right. I was like, they still haven't figured out how to fix sinks in the future. I just that I just because I watched a few movies this week and TV shows and that's just something that stood out to me recently. I'm like, man, people people gotta figure out how to fix sinks so they're not so fucking squeaky. <laughs> but uh, so, Anthony, what's your dislikes? Sound effects in this movie were crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, okay. It's like so. Yeah. This uh, just like leaning on the squeaky sink, the uh, the whooshing in the uh, the when he's moving his arms. I'm sorry, you can't move your arms that fast, dude. And, they don't and whoosh like that. So pretty much like the over exaggeration of everything. Oh, and particularly when they're having that uh, that martial arts baton fight between Christian Bale and Tay Diggs, it was like. Like, dude, the guy's not even moving that fast. Like, and but the sound effects makes it sound like he's like like, wind. This is like this movie. I know this movie came out in two thousand two. They started filming this. They started filming this in the year two thousand. The Matrix had come out already at this point. Right. So they they could like they could uh, look back. They could go and look at the Matrix movie when they had that uh when they had that martial arts scene where they're fighting in the dojo and look at that. They didn't do that crazy stuff in the Matrix. That's a movie we, of course, we've we talked about. If if they were doing those weird whooshing noises when uh, Morpheus and Neo were fighting, Ryan and I would have noticed it. Oh, yeah. And we would have called like, it out. Yeah, that would have bugged the shit out of me. Yeah. But, but just imagine that throughout the whole movie. That's the thing. is like, even if they did just that scene, but it, if in The Matrix they did that in every single scene where every, like, them just walking, you're... Whoosh, whoosh, just walking you're like i can't watch this movie it's how it would sound like that's wearing, how this movie was yeah, it would sound like they're wearing spandex underneath their yeah, uniforms yeah. it's like you know i mean i'm a i'm a chubbier guy so like one of my legs are rubbing together <laughs> that's what it sounds like but more like exact like they have a microphone right near the crotch you just hear yeah i would i would love it if they like if he took off his trench coat at one point he's just wearing bike shorts and like an under armor shirt yeah, and he's like oh i'm so chafed from walking <laughs> <laughs> that's what they should have done Cause that, that would at least bring some levity to the yes, movie. I'd be like, okay, now I understand the sound effects. Yeah, they're, exactly. they're trying to really emphasize that this is a chubby guy walking down the street. <laughs> That's where they wear the coat, so to kind of kind of hide the body shape a little bit. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the sound effects. I I don't know what they were thinking with the sound effects. That was like one of the big things for me. It just like took me out of the moment so much. Right at the beginning the, too. Yeah. The other thing was the uh, uh, so uh, what was her name again? Let me. Uh, uh, 
Emily Watson's character when she was in prison. I so my wife and I we've been watching Orange is the New Black. Right. Uh, so we, uh, I'm looking at this lady. She's wearing like this. Uh, she's wearing like this weird fuchsia dress thing. Yeah. I'm like she should be in some some weird prison jumpsuit. So. Most of my nitpicks are on the technical side, but I'm like, these are the things that would make it more realistic and a little more, like, yeah, uh, dehumanizing. Because you're just, like, straight up killing fools at this point, you know? They, they take these people and they're throwing them in a the furnace. It's like, you gotta dehumanize them a little bit. Because uh, this is the big bad government. Yep. So you gotta make it more like, this is what the goal of the government is. You gotta make them, like, feel like not people anymore. Yep. So I, I didn't fully understand it, uh, but... The sound effects and like some of the costuming choices were like, oh, God, what are they thinking? Yep. So, Ryan, what did you not like about this movie? Uh, and you you told me you have a list. Yeah, it's really slow. It is paced very the, the whole second act. You're like, what are they doing? Yeah. So the best parts are the beginning, and then the very end. Uh, and seriously, like I could just watch those two and be like, oh, that was a good movie. But everything in between was brutal yeah there were so many characters who were just so underutilized in this movie too and you never like there's so many people like got introduced to but you don't have a connection with and you're like right why do these people matter yeah and at the end of the movie you're like oh they don't (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah um again the weird close-up shots Mm -hmm. and the awkward just like staring for, I mean, really, it felt like almost like two minutes and a few scenes where you just see him staring at the camera and you're like, is it, is it paused? Is it still trying to buffer? Like, what's you going know, I feel on like, here? I feel like it's when you're writing an essay in school and you like, uh, put like extra spaces between words. Oh, yeah. You're just like yeah. padding it out this at that is, point. It, they, they were trying to build like suspense and you're supposed to be able to see the emotion building in him, but he, you don't see it and you're thinking what's going on (laughs) (laughs) i feel like Um, the director's like hey it's like we told so we told him we're gonna give him a movie that's like i want to have long but it's only like i only made a movie that's like now we're long we need to make it longer dude just stare (laughs) that that, that fixes everything and i also put the his children i don't like the children and i mean okay so uh so the daughter is not pretty much a non-factor i mean okay I'm a little bit biased in the sense I just don't quite enjoy kids. I'm mm-hmm. not a big kid person. But it's not that as much as his son's really fucking awkward. You see him, like, whenever they're kind of talking about, you know, introducing the bad guys and all the emotionless people, all this stuff. You see this kid, like, pointing people out and guards taking him and beating the shit out of him. And mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, this is a little child doing this. And then you realize... Oh shit! That's the main character's child. Yeah, child. and then I didn't like, realize that at first, but then, yeah, yeah you see that, yeah, yeah. And then whenever they're at home, and he's just kind of a bitch to his dad, and you're like, "What the hell?" And it's just, it's it's a very awkward back and forth with his kids, where you're like, and I get it, like the whole emotionless thing. That's what's kind of supposed to be, but it didn't make any sense yeah he's like the 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 son he was like kind of this like damien children of the corn type yeah, kid that's exa- that's he's exactly like he's it. like as a straight up he, yeah. he's portrayed as a very like evil kid he's got like the and he would just barge into hair. his dad in the bathroom yeah. you're like uh can i have some privacy yeah. please like, he's like john what are you doing yeah it's like oh dude yeah don't call me john yeah i'm your dad i'm your dad <laughs> i'm in the bathroom the door was closed sir <laughs> and you're barging in uh 
and the awkward emotions whenever he started getting them. I disliked this. He he put on a record, and the music was going, and he starts bawling, and it's so awkward. It's supposed to be I, I you know I saw what they were trying to do, which is like, oh you know music was his last straw where he finally could actually feel emotion again. But you're just like, uh, see that part I actually like because he sh- it showed he was actually coming. So he like went from like feeling zero. To like feel like they cranked it up to like a hundred, where he was like coming kind of unhinged a little bit, because he'd not been feeling this since I don't know how long it this had been but this like, point where he'd been taking this medicine. So he like started because like, he, you could I see guess, like you could see like his hair because you could look at his hair and his hair kind of started getting a little more wild and his like like you'd see like a button or two come loose on the collar to yeah. show him kind of loosening up a little bit. Uh, so you kind of see he's like he was like straight up starting to lose his shit. Uh, to the point where, like, it should have been obviously apparent to other people, but they oh, weren't yeah. catching Nobody on. Nobody figured it out. Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. I guess it it was kind of the song choice, too, that bugged me. Because it's like, in, in movies, whenever you hear an opera song, it's that kind of movie. And, you know, the, the people listen to it, feel emotion. So it's just like a classic, like, opera song where, oh, this yeah. it's such an emotional one. And he happens to pick that one out of the stuff that survived. He happened to put it on and figure it out, and then he's bawling. And you're like, okay, yeah. Whoa. It was a one of one of two times where he just out, outright balls. In the yeah, middle of, like, like everything. Yeah, so weird. So I mean, maybe it's just because maybe I'm an emotionless person. <laughs> maybe I'm a robot. Ryan, have you been taking your di- your gramaton? <laughs> I didn't today. Oh well, there you go. So, I'm gonna have to take you in. So, do you have anything that's noteworthy in here? Uh, noteworthy? Yeah, I, I didn't, I couldn't think of anything noteworthy. You know, Ryan, I don't feel anything about this movie. Yeah. The, so, appropriate uh, response, it is really. It's a very appropriate response. <laughs> uh, I concur with that. So, my, uh, well, so, uh, Ryan, the, 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 the main reason I kind of recommended this is I had a memory from when I first watched this when I was in college, and the only thing I could really remember was how dusty the fight scenes were. Yep. You mentioned that many, many times. It's like, so, pay attention to the dust. Yeah, so I was I was like, uh, I, I told Ryan, it's like, hey, watch how dusty this thing is. Uh, and that's literally the only thing I remembered. And that's probably the only thing I'll really take from it. They yep. pr- they, press all re- they press really hard for some of the symbolism and about the importance of uh, emo- um, emotions in uh, emotions in life in general. But it doesn't, the message gets really muddied uh, and uh, it didn't carry out very well. So, like, yeah. the most noteworthy thing to me is just how dusty it is <laughs> and not bloody. Of course, this is a movie from the early 2000s coming out coming out of the 90s. It's still rated R. You'd think there'd be more. Yeah, that's so it's like, uh, this, but that's just how crazy things were. They, they see all the gunplay and it's uh, rated R. Uh, now you see, like, uh, like the most, one of the latest rated R movies, like uh, Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool 2, where Deadpool got like ripped in half and like blood everywhere. Yeah, I was like, that's rated R. Whereas that that would have rated been rated like an NC seventeen. Like, yeah, in that that in this time period. So I'll just say my note where is the same because I really couldn't think of anything. So yeah. <clears throat> would you recommend this? Ooh, a long pause. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're bored, you want to watch something. No. Watch something else. I, you know, I, it's if you want to watch some classic nineteen nineties type action fare, uh, this is this is like prime late nineties action movie. Uh, again, if you want to watch something that's not the Matrix but it's like the Matrix, watch this. But if uh, otherwise, I would say watch the Matrix instead. Yeah. So, but so that's that's my recommendation. Um, watch the Matrix. I would say it depends. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, I know whenever I get sick, I like to watch a bunch of just bad movies. I would put this on. Yeah. So if you're in that kind of mood or you're just like, I just want something kind of stupid to watch, that is perfect. That so is the perfect stupid movie because, it, you know, it's ridiculous. This is like um, a good bad movie. Yeah. So if you're in that kind of mood, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I think it is the perfect bad movie. Yeah. It's not um, like a, it's not like terrible. It's just like, it's it's okay. Yeah. It, it's something to throw on while you're in and out of taking a nap mm-hmm. while trying to feel better. Uh, but if you're in the mood to actually watch something, well, watch something worth watching, then no don't 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 watch it so it's a yes and no answer for me yeah it's like you could eat you could eat like really good beef jerky but there's also slim jim yeah yeah (laughs) what are you willing to spend that time on yeah all right well that review is over anthony what are you enjoying liking or wanting to talk about this week uh so my thing this week my recommendation is i've actually gotten really into uh i've already gotten i've gotten really into playing hitman recently ah, now so yes. i just recently bought my I, I just recently bought the xbox ultimate game pass they had like a two dollars for two months promotion i am not very much a xbox subscription person i was a long time ago but i stopped paying for it because i realized i could just watch netflix for free on there right or in other places so i was like oh, why am i paying uh it was like sixty dollars a month at the time or i'm sorry sixty dollars a year rather uh but they, I saw two dollars. Uh, I've heard, I've had a lot of people tell me that you could just like pay a few dollars a month, you can play a bunch of games, where instead of paying like sixty dollars for a game. Anyways, long story short, uh, I saw there, uh, there's a bunch of games you can download. Uh, I saw Hitman was available. Uh, it's been recommended to me by a few, recommended to me by a few people. Went to go play it. It's actually a really good game. It's hard. Yeah. So coming back to my original point. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a really freaking hard game, but it's yeah. Great. So I play it primarily reading like walkthroughs because uh, I'm a bear. I'm terrible when it comes to not uh, like these adventure t- puzzle type games, which yeah. is it, Hitman kind of is and like an adventure puzzle on top of that too, where you have to like in order to uh, accomplish like a uh, point uh, to in order to accomplish objective A, you have to co- uh, accomplish objective B. Yeah, and to do B, you need to do C, D, and E. Yeah, and then like <laughs> E one, E two, E three. Right. Yeah. It's like uh, in order to, because uh, like it's like you have to kill this guy, but in to kill this guy, you have to steal this costume from this guy who's like like twenty miles away, and you have to give a mouse a cookie, and you have to go juggle for the kids. <laughs> it's like so the the, yeah. the reasoning to me is like so inobvious. Whereas I'm like my I would take my character and I would just like walk up to the gate and shoot the guy in the face, and you're like Done. and then and then I'm dead because they they because there's like twenty other guys watching this guy. Yeah. So I'm terrible at these games. However, I do enjoy it. So if you enjoy uh, the, the futility of, of these types of things, if, you, if you're trying to do these by, by yourself, or if you enjoy just working through something that somebody can guide you through and then you can feel accomplishment in that even even with the help, uh, I recommend it. Uh, it's, it's something I've been enjoying. So but yeah. that's, that's what I'm at right now, yeah. yeah I, need, I need to look at getting that pass again. I did it a while back, and yeah. it's, it's fun. Um, so mine's actually a video game also. Oh, yeah? And it's called Overcooked. Yes! <laughs> All right. I recommended so, that to Ryan. I know. So um, we do a lot of like game nights and hanging out with Anthony and his wife. And uh, they've been telling about telling us about this game, Overcooked. And we're like, okay. So we came over one day and we played it. And it's an insane game. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a party game. Um and the whole point is you're cooking food. You're cooking a certain recipe, but it's in, like, stupid situations. Like, one right. of them's, like, 
the kitchens are in two separate cars that eventually like they'll connect and then break apart and you have to try to get stuff cooked and thrown away and, <laughs> and don't don't walk off of it because then you'll like fall on the street yeah, you and you can you'll die be left and yeah. then yeah so <laughs> it's uh we me and my wife actually just bought that last night because we're like ah let's get it and play with each other and it's really fun to play two player it definitely teaches you um it's good counseling <laughs> i would definitely say it's a mar- it's a marriage counseling yeah. tool def- most definitely uh and that was the first time my wife ever yelled at anthony and it was <laughs> well she technically priceless. wasn't yelling at me she was technically yelling well, at you Well, she was yelling at me but then it turned into you <laughs> so like you know anthony we kind of were like all right An- uh, anthony you do this job i do this job hannah you do this job and we're all doing stuff anthony's just like taking stuff and just throwing it on the floor and <laughs> And eventually, my wife got fed up with it. Like, Anthony, or no, she she thought she was it was like, Ryan. Me. Yeah, yeah, she was like Ryan. Wh- why the fuck did you do that? And I was like, What are you talking about? And the, and the, <laughs> the like, man is like, That was me. Yeah, and the, the, <laughs> Anthony's like, That was me. And she goes, Still applies. And it was just great. Like, so it was the first time my wife ever yelled at Anthony, and it, it was priceless. So I'm sure it won't be the last uh, time. If you want to build your friendship or relationship, that's the game to do it. Um, yeah, very much so, yes. Yeah, it teaches it's you how to communicate or teaches you you're just not a compatible. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess those are pretty much it. Yeah. Any any last words before we wrap this thing up? So the next movie we're watching is Snowpiercer, starring our former Captain America, now old Captain America, Really excited about that one. It is one of the Chris's of Marvel <laughs> Universe on a train. We just can't quite remember his last name. Yeah. But uh, I'm actually really excited about it. I've wanted to watch it for a while. So uh, it'll be good. I'll be probably watching it on the plane either to or from Iceland. Yeah. And so hopefully we'll be talking about that movie while drinking some Icelandic beer. Yes. And I get to, I'll probably share some of my experiences of that trip. So. All right. So thank you for listening. Uh, Hope to see you next time. All right. Bye.